Hey peeps, it's Ashley and this is Let's Talk Recovery Houston and doing something a little different today. So I was asked and had the privilege of coming out to Road to Recovery. I got to tour the facility. I got to uh, meet with some staff, learn a lot about the facility and some great events that they have coming up. So I hope you guys enjoy this and um, like, share, follow us on YouTube and please come out and support them for their recovery barbecue that's being held June 27th. Check my Facebook page for more information and the Road to Recovery Facebook page. Peace out. Let's just start uh, with the basics. Name first and last if you want to give it. If you don't want to give your last, you don't have to. My name is Blaine Boudreaux. Okay. How old are you, Blaine? 34 years old. And you've been here for? I've been here for two weeks now. Okay. How long have you been trying to get sober? Uh, well, I started using at the age of 14. started smoking marijuana. <laughs> and um, I would say I've been trying to get sober now for close to, I, I'm going to say about two years. Okay. How... Have you always known about this place? Or no. have you tried other treatment centers? I was actually in a treatment center um, about three, well, about four weeks ago and did five days in there and decided, uh, well, either this place wasn't for me or I'm not done using. And boy, I guess a mixture of the both. And I left there and about two days after that, I started making phone calls and called this place and uh, this was the first place that I called actually and they said they were still accepting people because of the coronavirus a lot of uh, places weren't accepting people at the time so that was on a Friday on Monday I came up here for a walkthrough and the following Monday I ended up uh, becoming a resident so what happened what changed in between you leaving the treatment center Right, and you calling some places and being like, "Oh shit, okay." Well, in I knew I knew that I needed recovery. I knew that I needed to get get sober. And the other place was like a militant style uh, recovery center. I'm not going to name it, um, but it was it was rough. And I mean, they wouldn't allow me to do push-ups there. And one of my things about recovery is my mind. And to mentally be strong, I have to physically be strong. This place has a weight room in the back. I'm, I advocate uh, exercise a lot. And um, that was a big selling point on me. Um, that and the fact that they give you a little room here to live your life, you know, without pounding uh, AA into your head, you know. So I'm still able to see my family. Um, they're allowed to come see me on the weekends. Eventually I'll have what's called a weekend pass and I'll be able to go you know, home for the weekend, which I have to put in for the pass. Um, but that's, that's a big part of it too. I still wanna be able to see my family and be able to visit with them overnight. Um, so that was when I found out this place was a little more, I don't wanna say relaxed, but uh, they, they weren't so militant like the other place was. Okay. So, did you have, um, okay, so when you left, 
Were you in an inpatient before you were in the other? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so you went to actual treatment yes, and then transitioned into. I was only there for the five military. days. <laughs> yeah, I was I was there for five days, and um, that that place was you do a thirty day program, and then after your thirty day program, you do a three month program, and. I mean, you couldn't have your cell phone, and once you're out of 30 days, you get your cell phone. They take everything from you. You get five pairs of, you know, five pairs of shorts or pants, five shirts, um, five of your undergarments, one pair of tennis shoes. Everything else is stripped of you. You get nothing else. So they take everything from you. And once you pass the 30 days, you're allowed to have more stuff. Well, it was a little difficult for me walking around with other people so there was maybe 12 people in the 30-day program everybody else was in the, the three-quarter which is after 30 days mm -hmm. and they're all walking around with their cell phones you know doing this and it was kind of hard for me to be there without mine and watching all these other people you know be able to leave when they want you know to find a job or do this or that and have their cell phones and I didn't like that so okay so let's back up to the beginning okay when did you first start using? 14. Are you from use? Okay, yes, so you started using at 14. Yes, from Perryland. Okay. Um, you just start using because everyone else was using? I was or? introduced to marijuana from a guy. I, I was, uh, so I grew up in Webster, and when I, once I moved to Perryland and started going to Perryland School District, I was introduced to a guy that rode on a bus who smoked weed, and uh, one day after school, I got off the bus at his stop and went to his house and smoked for the first time. I'm assuming though you're not in treatment because of a marijuana no. addiction. No. So what things transpired from 14 to okay. 34? So well I don't know if this is an excuse. At the age of four I was hit by a truck and put in a coma for three days and had brain damage. And my sister worked at UTMB so they hooked me up to EEG did a brain scan on me and found out that I had brain damage. So they started giving me Ritalin. So from the age, I guess, I don't know how old you are in third grade, uh, probably eight, eight or nine, um, I started taking Ritalin, then I went to Adderall, and from that time till just recently, I was taking Adderall. And that, uh, entered, you know, after that, I got introduced to methamphetamine and, um, Started started using that on a regular basis. So do you have a wife, kids? I have a six-year-old daughter, and I'm I'm not with the mother of my child, but we do talk, and we are. I'm hoping to rekindle that relationship. Okay. Would I be accurate in saying did drugs play a big part 100% in accurate. the breaking up yes. of yes. the family? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So is she a normie? Um, meaning, does she uh, use? Does she use? Is no, she an addict? she's a wino. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see her that might not mix, right? She's down here, you're way up here. Um, so you're here. How long do you, have, have you had any legal issues? Yes. Has that been a motivator yes. too? I'm for, out on bond right now. Okay. Yes. Don't feel bad. I got a whole yes. phone book full. Yes. So. So, so they, okay, so I'm in what's called the reintegration court, 916, um, which is the drug court. And they offered me time in the penitentiary or six months in a in jail rehab. 
and then coronavirus came around, they reinstated my bond and let me go. Well, I put two and two together, it's like, okay, I'm gonna end up going back to court and eventually they're gonna put me in a rehabilitation center. So I decided, you know, of course I wanna get clean, but I think it's better off that I put myself in a rehabilitation center and I don't have that monkey on my, you know, over my back. You know, I'm able to do it on my own instead of being forced into it. Because if I'm forced into it, you know, it's, my mind wouldn't be in the right spot. You know, I'm here because I have to be, you know, if I was in a rehabilitation center court ordered, you know, if I was stipulated. So I figured it'd be much better um, if I put myself in here and do it my own way. Yeah, and I think this place would be a lot better than like Safe P if that's mm -hmm. where they're sending people. <laughs> I'm allowed to smoke cigarettes in here. Um, I can eat real food. Um, if I, you know, need to go get a gallon of milk, um, they allow me to do that. So it's much better than being behind uh, razor wire. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. So what's the average day look like here? Do you guys have to wake up at a certain yes. time? Yes, I can run through the average day. Uh, well, each day we have, so we have um, a, a list of, you know, what's going on for each day. Um, each day is a little different. Well, I mean, every day you get up at seven o'clock, they wake you up at seven o'clock, you have breakfast from seven to 7.30, either cereal or sometimes they will um, make hash browns, bagels, oatmeal. So we do get we do get some hot breakfasts every now and then. Um, then we'll have an eight o'clock meeting in the morning. Um, they basically will read a portion, you know, out of the AA book, and then we go around and give our thoughts on that. You know how it may apply to our lives, or you know how we interpret that. Um, then for the rest of the day, we'll either mow the yard. Um, they'll give us you know small stuff here and there to do just to keep our keep us busy um, and I like to exercise so every day I try to you know put an hour or so to the side to exercise I have weights in the back and um, you know help each other out in recovery I have a sponsor who gives me um, assignments to do out of the AA book, you know, read read this portion right here. Give me the definition or what you think the definition of a certain term is, uh, like the phenomenon of craving. Um, and then he'll say, okay, in this passage right here, what are three things that you can relate to in here? So that's an example of one assignment that he, you know, gave me. And he meets with me once a week. Um, and throughout the day, you know, just helping other guys in recovery. Um, you know, if they're feeling bad, get out of yourself, talk to somebody. You know, so that, that you're really not. Does work too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then in the evenings, uh, it's different every day. So on uh, Wednesday, you know, on Thursdays, we have a ten thirty meeting, ten thirty a.m. Other than that, every day is is different. You have a seven o'clock on a Monday or eight o'clock on a Monday, seven and an eight on a Tuesday. Um, I think the Wednesday is just a seven o'clock. I'm kind of new, so I don't have my in front of me. But it, it, every day, it's something that has to do with recovery. A meeting. Um, we do three Alcoholics Anonymous meetings a week, um, and then on the weekends, uh, they give you a two-hour chore to complete on Saturday, which could be mowing the yard, you know, cleaning the house, getting it. You know nice and then uh, we have visits on the weekends I believe from 9 to 7 
Um, and then Sunday is pretty much a free day. Okay. Now, if we choose, they do want us to go to a meeting on the weekend um, throughout, you know, either Saturday or Sunday or both. So if you choose to do that, it's, it's not going to hurt you. No, it's not going to kill you going to extra meetings. <laughs> promise even when you don't want to you're supposed to go is what they say yeah here that's the best time to go yeah so trying to think of a good way to word this so uh, when i was talking with him earlier we talked about so i was in my addiction for like 20 years right um and i was like i never honestly worked a first step right like i was one of those people that really thought well, I'll be able to use like a normal person one day, right? Functioning addict. Yeah. <laughs> just, just smoke meth on the weekends or something, right? Um, so do you think you're done this time? Oh, uh, I'm think? not. Okay, so I've... And some people aren't. And there's a lot of times I really thought I was done. I was like, holy shit, I'm never doing this again. And then 30 mm-hmm. days later, I'm high as a kite. Right. So I'm like... Right. Well, I mean, I, I think about using it every day. Um, right now I'm in a good spot uh, you know even though I think about using I, I, I try to give the tools that they give me um, to combat that demon um, I'm kind of like you were I, every time I've gone into a rehabilitation center it was to appease somebody else you know I never tried I was like okay this will make my mom happy or this will make my girlfriend happy um, but this time you know I I have, like I said, I have a six-year-old daughter, and if I'm if I'm going to be a good father for her, uh, then I've got to get sober. There's no ifs, ands, or buts around it. And the way I look at it, that's kind of what's wrong with the world nowadays. There's not enough fathers in the life of their children. So that's my dad separated from my mother when I was two. Uh, the mother of my child, her father was not in her life. So we we know what it's like, and uh, I don't want to be. I don't want to be the reason that my daughter's brain is not fully developed by the age of 25 and you know she has issues yeah so but she's six now they're still <laughs> you're like they're still talking <laughs> so how's the relate is your mom still do you have a good relationship mm-hmm. with your mom is yes she yes my mom of all people is things, mm-hmm. or is she kind of like yeah, she comes and visits me my stepfather is done with me at the, at the time the, at this at this time, but I can always uh, you know make amends with him, and uh, he raised me, so I know he loves me. You know, it's just me being an idiot that uh, caused that relationship to go sour. So my mom has always been there. She's a great support system. Her sister, my aunt, um, they come and see me. Um, I talk to my mother every day. And she's she's uh, gunning for me. You know, she wants she wants me to succeed, of course. So she she's a great woman, and that support system is really the backbone of you know when I get out and struggle. Uh, of course, I've got the AA community, uh, but you can't talk to everybody like you can your mother. So this is true. So do you plan on sticking around for a while, or just to? Yes, I mean, I've, I, so I've committed myself. Drug court kind of leaves you alone. No, I've committed myself to uh, 90 days. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, my sponsor was the same way, put himself in here, um, said he's going to do 90 days, and he ended up staying a year. So, you never know. 
you know, things could change. If I'm not ready in 90 days, then I'll be here longer. But I've, I've, made, it, I've made it a point that I'm, I'm gonna stay 90 days. So instead of what leaving, I was told, there's not a, like a rush for you to have to leave mm -hmm. if you don't, mm -hmm. you don't want to. No, I like the community. I've already started building camaraderie with some of the guys here. Um, and that's, I think, very important. You don't want to be somewhere where you don't get along with people. So sure. it's a great group of guys. That's good. And that can make a big difference, honestly. Mm -hmm. That can definitely make a difference. So, well, okay. Uh, congratulations. Thank you, man. You know, I tell people even when you're having a bad day, as long as you didn't use today, it's not that bad of a day. Um, this is exciting. If you're still here in a couple weeks, which I hope you are, we'll see you again at the event. On the 27th? Yes, we're going to be back up here. Yes, my mom's actually donating a grill. Really? Yes, so okay. hopefully it works. Thank see, I'll have to interview your mom because I like getting the perspective of parents of us. Because <laughs> we gave them hell. There's going to be a lot of people here on that day. So you guys want to come out and talk with some of the people here on, on the 27th. I know. I gave my family <laughs> a hard time. Mm -hmm. yeah. Kids included. So anything else you want to share with us? Uh, um, I guess not. I guess uh, the follow-up video will be in a couple weeks. Yeah, no. Uh, I want to do this again. We'll see how you are on the 27th. This will be cool. You just pop up randomly for the next 90 days. Like, mm. tour follow you. You ready around. for the fifth video? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Progress, not perfection. Yeah. So this Hopefully was, I won't be dragging my knuckles. <laughs> this was awesome. Thank you. Um, and then, yeah, I will see you on the 27th. Sweet. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Okay, so how long have you been here? Because you were a client, right? Well, I started, I came here, my sobriety date is 3-27-13. Awesome. I came to the road recovery in May of 2013. And um, I lived here for four years. You know, I went from client to senior manager to executive director in that time. And uh, I took a break. I had to walk away for a little while when got my family back together, um, started working that program at home and uh, am currently back at Road Recovery as the program director here, um, overseeing operations here, putting programming back in play here after COVID-19 hit us and, um, and just overseeing the place and making sure everybody's getting what they came here for which is 12-step recovery. Yes. Yeah, that's what we're all about. We're in the business of saving lives here at Roach Recovery. That's what we do. Okay. So what's the process like to get in here? Like if someone's struggling or they need help, they have a family member, they just call you guys? Well, we, is there an we, interview process, insurance? We don't currently take insurance, okay. um, but we do bring people in. Their family can call up here. They would have to be detoxed. We are not a detox facility, so they would, if they need detox, they have to be medically detoxed before coming to Road to Recovery. Now, we do have a lot of working relationships with other treatment centers, so a lot of people that go through treatment, you know, it's recommended that they go to sober living. So here we are. You know, I come out and I do, I present Road to Recovery to different treatment centers, and then uh, we get people that come from there. And I, I mean. Just to be safe, I run out and pick those guys up and bring them to Road Recovery and do the intake here. 
and uh, instead of them going on their own and you know we do we make left turns yes. you know so we keep our clients safe and make sure that they make it here safe and then we begin treatment as soon as they get here Okay. What's the average stay usually normally? Um, well, we, we do encourage all of our clients to come here for the, for the 90-day program. Okay. It's a 90-day treatment program here, but we do have extended living. We phase down from halfway house to three-quarter living to seven-eighths living. And seven-eighths living is independent living. We've now become independent and responsible. Okay. So now we have a job. We're able to pay our rent. We pay our bills and we live on our own, but we're still in a safe environment. This is a sober community. We have 10 houses at Road to Recovery, and, uh, and everybody here is in recovery, working a program, working with each other, helping each other out, you know, um, coming and showing up. You know, we have a program here that starts with process group of the LCDC counselor. We have relapse prevention. We have big book study. We have uh, health education. We have our own AA group. It's called the Making Account Group. Okay, um, and, and then we have process group again with the LCBC counselor. So that's two process groups in one week. These guys are getting everything they need to get. And then it's also mandatory for our clients to go to outside meetings, AA and ACA, whichever A is going to be helpful to them. That's awesome. Okay, so you just pretty much answered. I was going to ask you all the different programs that <laughs> you guys have. Pretty much have it covered. We, we, we try to cover all of our bases and make sure that our guys are getting what they come here for. Okay, you know, whatever it is, man, like I said, whatever you're recovering from. If you're recovering from chocolate, we're going to treat you for the chocolate. <laughs> you know, do people eventually um, that stay here past the 90 days uh, go out and work? Well, like an outside job and stay here, or is this strictly? your own little bubble well, where you once, try to keep everyone kind of here. Once we complete the 90 day program, we step down, we phase down into three quarter living. We make sure all of our guys are making progress. So we monitor everyone's progress. If they're not making progress, we'll staff on them and see what we can do to help them to push forward. So it's mandatory for our guys to go out, look for work. We have a philosophy here at Road to Recovery is uh, get a job until the job comes along. Because you know we want the job, we want instant gratification right away. I want to make one hundred fifty thousand dollars this year, you know. But it might not work out that way. Coming straight out of treatment, you know. So hey, if I have to go mow lawns or, or flip burgers or wash cars or do whatever I need to do to uh, to start my work history now, then that's what I need to do and just upgrade from there. Upgrade from there. Whatever it takes to be to go from washing cars to be someone CEO. You know, whatever it takes, but we have to keep recovery first. With recovery first, anything is possible after that. That's good. I like that. So you also said that you run uh, the alumni. So I am the president of the Alumni Association. Um, that's been a long time running. Maybe I should pass the torch. <laughs> <laughs> but man, the, the Road Recovery Alumni Association has been around for a while. Um, and we do put together a lot of events. So we do... Um, uh, Fall retreat, spring retreat, summer retreat. We do uh, barbecues, we do um, beach day. Um, we go out and we have a, one traditional retreat that we have is a Twin Lakes retreat. And that's been going on since the beginning of Road Recovery Days. And we continue to do that. We have a retreat coming up between August and September. Um, hopefully you guys can make yes, it. Yes, dude, yeah. I want to. I'm yeah, going. absolutely. Be much more pregnant, but we're going. Um, <laughs> Is that how a lot of the guys find sponsors? 
you is know, there alumni in the Thursday night meeting? We do have alumni to come back and they come here to give back to the guys and they do get sponsors um, out of the alumni association. Um, we also encourage our guys to go outside and find a home group. Go find a home group, find yourself a sponsor in that group, go be of service to that group, man. Go and make coffee, clean up, you know, move chairs around, pick up cigarette butts, whatever you need to do to stay busy. But help that group out. Are there a lot of meetings, outside meetings in this there area? There are a okay. lot of outside meetings in this part of Houston. Yes. Okay. Yes. So then no one has an excuse to Oh, no. It. Oh, no. If you need a ride, we'll give you a ride. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll get you to a meeting. Yeah. No Absolutely. excuses. That's, okay. That's good. Um, so how much time do you have? I have all day. All day. But my like I said, my uh my sobriety date is three twenty seven thirteen, so I just celebrated seven years in March. And thank God for that day. Oh yeah. my god, my family is so happy about that. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, so anything else you want to share with us about this place? Um I just want, I'm sold. you know, I, I just I just wanna let the recovery community know like that it. road to recovery is here. And we are in the business of saving lives. This is what we do, you know, um, all across the board. You know, we are back in business. And like, I mean, we never did go out of business, but, you know, I'm back here and, I'm, and I come here to give to the community what the community gave to me. And that's recovery. They gave me my life back, you know, and that's what I'm here for. Well, this was, uh, I really like hanging out here today. Um, and I like having access to resources, right? So if people need help, I can absolutely them and, and connect them. And, and vice versa. This is definitely you know, a place we, that I will we, be connecting people with. We are always here to help the recovery community, no matter what, no matter where. You know, we always reach out. We're, we have a great big fellowship here, Road Recovery. We have a great big alumni association here. So whatever the community needs, man, we will come out and support it. That's awesome. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Well, this thank was, you for coming out. Yeah, this was great. I'm going to be back out uh, on the 27th. June 27th. Yeah. That's right. And everyone else should be out for that event. June 27th, yeah. 2 p.m. And we're open for donations. If anybody wants to know, donate anything. You know, even just service, come out and help out, um, come and support. Because we're going to have some meetings too, some speaker we're, meetings. We're right? going to have speaker meetings. Um, I, I mean, we're all the way across the board. So we're going to have speaker meetings. Um, we'll probably, I'm going to try to get some workshops going on. Um, I don't know how, how much time we're going to have with all that, but I just want everybody to come out and have a good time. Just come out and fellowship, you know. Clients are excited. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They weren't supposed to know about it. Somebody leaked it out. <laughs> Somebody leaked it out. They're like, dude, they're going to have a big barbecue here. Like, what? Who told them that? They're like, hey, man, are we going to barbecue here? Like, yeah, we're going to barbecue, man. They're excited. That's awesome. Yeah. Recovery should be fun. So, absolutely. Again, thank you so much. This was great today. Any shout outs to anybody? Family? To, to the recovery community, man. To everybody that's doing the deal. And you know what? Let's pray for those that are still suffering. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for talking with us. Yeah. All right, man. Okay. So. All right. How about you? Um, my name is Pete. I'm an alcoholic first. Okay. I am the program director here at Road to Recovery, and I am the uh, president of the Road to Recovery Alumni Association. And we are having a Road to Recovery barbecue on June 27th. Set the date. Um, we're going to have fun, food, 
music, fellowship, man, we're having speaker meetings. Uh, yours truly is going to DJ. So yes. we're going to have DJ, we're going to have music, um, basketball, we're going to have uh, a cornhole tournaments, we're going to have uh, uh, horseshoe tournaments. You know, we're just going to have fun all the way around. We are not a drum lot. We, we are, we are going to come together as a family and have a great time that day. So lock in the date, June 27th, come on out, have fun, come eat. We're gonna have a great time, you guys. It's gonna be awesome. That's awesome.